three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both delivery people and gibbons. Our conversation is certain to win me a blue ribbon. But we'll need to meet them first, so let's not wait too long. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the brew. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to be with you. <laughs> now that's a theme song. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Oh, Unifier, it's been far too long since we've had a unification, so to that end, two more test subjects if you please. Unifier operational. Oh, well, quite a pair indeed. Welcome aboard the Unifier. Oh my god, this is incredible. Uh, Yes, and and welcome to our uh, primate friend as well. Taylor, uh, translator, please. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yes, hello. Hi, hi. No need to be sorry. You've been transported to outer space. It's bound to be a bit disorienting. Oh, okay. I was wondering. I was going to ask. I didn't ask. I'm glad I'm glad you, you brought that up. Uh, very good. Uh, I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is my laboratory slash space station, also known as the Unifier. Uh, we've brought you here from the surface of planet Earth to participate in the greatest scientific experiment in human history. So congratulations to you both. Well, thank you so much. That's really cool. I'm 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 just a humble delivery messenger. I didn't I didn't think I'd be chosen for something like this. And yet here you are aboard the Unifier. I'm going to seal the two of you inside this chamber now. And can you see me up here in the observation booth? Yep, hello, I'm, I'm waving at you. Can you see me? Uh, yes, I can see you as well. Yes, hello. As I said, I am Professor Burkhead. This is the Unifier. We are going to be conducting a series of experiments to determine where your two minds overlap, a process that we call unification. Hmm. Hmm, that sounds cool. I think it is pretty cool. Not everyone's got the same attitude about it, but I, I think it is cool. I don't know who would think it's not cool. Yeah, only some kind of losers, I guess. Yes, it probably would be a bunch of losers who would think that this wasn't cool. This is cool. Why don't we get to know each other just a little bit better? Uh, You on the left, why don't you go ahead and tell us who you are and where you're from? Animal. Introduction. Yes, well, uh, my name is Lance. I'm a gibbon. Uh, I'm from Sumatra, Uh, but we have... Uh, family are all around kind of the Southeast Asian region, Borneo, Thailand. Uh, I was born in Thailand, grew up there, moved to Sumatra for college, and then uh, just stayed. Lance, I am so sorry. You said you moved to Sumatra for college? It's probably not the thing that you're thinking of as college. Okay. Gibbons, we sing. We're the singing apes. Wow. And we actually learn from usually our parents, but, you know, if there is an accomplished singing ape, others might might go study under them, and we happen to know one in Sumatra, so that's where I uh, ended up. Wow, 
plants. I really feel like I'm already learning a lot about gibbons. I didn't know any of this about gibbons. You wouldn't expect it. Indeed, I did not. Uh, now, you on the right, why don't you tell us who you are, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Human introduction. Hi, I'm Marge. I'm a bike messenger. I deliver all kinds of different packages. And I'm from Ohio, and I went to Ohio State, so I did go to college. It's not a requirement to have gone to college to be aboard the Unifier. But good school. Good school. Yeah, sure. Excellent school. The Ohio State University, it's called. Lance, you're aware of The Ohio State? Yeah, they've got a really great Bachelors of Music program. Yeah. We hear about these things. You know, it's very fascinating to me because some animals just don't know about the human world at all. And some are very knowledgeable. And it sort of surprises me every time. Can I say this? And this is not directed at you. But chimps, gorillas, orangutans even, no one bats an eye when they learn some form of language. Gibbons are never included. Technically, we're not great apes. We're literally called lesser apes. Kind of a burn, yeah. Yeah. But we're very intelligent. Well, clearly... Yeah. I mean, I'm very proud of having gone to Ohio State. They actually have a really good study abroad program as well. And I studied abroad in Sumatra. Now get out of here, really? You studied in Sumatra? Yes, and I can speak Indonesian. So I totally get what you're saying about languages. Well, this is just fascinating. I didn't see any of this coming. Well, I'm delighted to have you both aboard aboard the Unifier. Uh, Perhaps, Lance, we'll go back to you. What would you say a regular day is like for a gibbon like yourself? It it is amazing how human-like our day-to-day is. Hmm. We tend to live in nuclear families. Sure. uh, We tend to mate for life. But, you know, as when human, the human world, there is such a thing as gibbon divorce. And it can honestly lead to big, big divisions in uh, uh, family structures. So there's a lot of other territorial gibbon families that we have to um, uh, contend with. Wow. Again, this is... Stuff I did not know about gibbons. There's gibbon divorce. I mean, that's a phrase I didn't know until today. Yeah. People don't know that we are the fastest non-flying forest-dwelling animal. Mm. Up to 34 miles per hour. I can clear 45 feet in one swing. Well, that's quite fast for moving without using your legs. And speaking of moving quickly, uh, Marge, you're a bicycle delivery person, which sort of sounds different from being a bike messenger, which we have had in the Unifier before, and they were very stressed. Uh, You seem comparatively calm about your job. It's a very nice time. It's a lot of exercise. Tell me a little bit more just about the actual delivering of packages. Like, how does that work? I I guess I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, well, with the internet, it's definitely made things easier. I I deliver locally in Ohio, where I live. Okay, so you're the kind of delivery person that someone might get to pick up their groceries or food from a restaurant or something like that. So what's the delivery shift like for you? I just load up the packages um, from the store in my backpack, and then I, I use my online map to navigate what the best route is. Well, this all sounds a bit more leisurely than the pace of a New York City bike messenger, which is a good thing, I assure you. And you know, why don't we keep up the pace of the experiment and deactivate the suspension fields, keeping you two separate from one another, so you may interact with each other physically. Deactivating force field. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, I've never met a talking gibbon before, but I I love your fur. You can touch. Oh, is that is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I get your consent, I'm happy. Wow. Very soft. Another thing I didn't know 
about giving soft fur. Well, what do you wish people knew about bike messengers, but they don't? I wish they knew that we put on our pants or bike shorts, one might say, the same way everyone else does. You know, we're humans just like everyone else. Well, not everyone else. No, for sure. Our apologies, Lance. Uh, that's our human-centric prejudice showing. I don't know if there are prejudices you face in the primate world. There are many. And one thing that I love about you is that you haven't commented on the fact that I'm standing on two legs. Gibbons walk around bipedally on the ground. And that's okay. Not all apes walk around on their knuckles. That's a stereotype. Not to draw attention to your hands, Lance, but you've got a very specialized shape of your hands, if I may say. Yeah, a lot of what you're seeing there comes from the differences in the wrist. In order for me to swing, you know, I, I told you I swing like the wind, the hand structure and the kind of wrist mobility that you need to swing it at speeds like that is going to be very, very different from what a uh, lowland gorilla might need. They walk around on their knuckles and that fits their body type. It fits their life. That's not my life. So yeah, I want to thank you for for noticing these specific things and for just being present with me. Yeah, I understand where you're you're coming from as a gibbon. Very illuminating. Uh, we need to move to the next phase of the experiment here. This is known as the introduction of a random object, aka the IRO. Uh, Taylor, you gonna go ahead and drop in the IRO? Introduction of random object. Oh boy, well that really, uh, sorry about that, that sort of clanged in there. Is that a trombone? That's incredible. I played trombone at my marching band at Ohio State. Well, March, uh, what a fortuitous happenstance. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since you've played, but perhaps you could you could demonstrate for us? Yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, not bad, not bad. You still got it? Not bad. That reminds me of, of like a early career um, Pops Washington. Oh my god, you you know Pops Washington? I love Pops Washington. Have you heard uh, Live at the Village Vanguard? Of course. Pops Washington was my mentor. No. Yeah. I'm going to gather from context here that Pops Washington is some sort of trombone player? Yeah, he's arguably the best trombone player on the planet Earth. The reason I gave up on playing it is because I knew I would never be as good as him. Marge, you don't have to be as good as Pops Washington. You don't have to be anything about Pops Washington. You have to be uh, as good a musician as you can be. So I honestly, I don't accept that. That's really sweet of you, and I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't need you to gibbon-splain my own feelings back to me. Yes, okay, look, in the interest of radical transparency, my wife, whose name is Angela, we have been in couples, couples therapy, uh, and so there's been, I, I've, I've sort of gotten in the habit of that that intervention, because that's that's a technique that I learned there. But you are right. That is not appropriate in, in all relationships. And I don't know you. And so I hear that criticism and I'm going to um, do better. Thank you. Thank you for hearing me and for taking in what I've said. Well, you know, I, I would have thought based on the conversation we just had, our unification level would be going down. But it's actually somehow increased significantly since you two started talking about Gibbon-splaining, and uh, I, I don't understand it, but I'm very impressed. Look, five years ago, when if things got tough like this, I would have been, I would have been swinging away faster than you can you can imagine. 
but I learned that it's hard to stay and to grow, and the hard things are the worthwhile things. Wow. Uh, well, speaking of our unification levels, we are doing well, but uh, we're going to need another 10 to 15% unification to really achieve a full unification, which is our goal. Well, like I said, I did study music in college, not your college, but my style of college. So do you think maybe you could accompany me, Marge, and we could make some music together? Oh my god, I haven't picked up the trombone since I graduated Ohio State cum laude, but maybe this is the right time to pick it up again. Connection. Building. Yes, our unification level is already rising. I think we absolutely must do this. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, I believe in you, Marge. Let's give it an attempt. Okay, Marge. In G. And a one, and a two, and a... Wow, that was great. And, and you sing while you swing. <laughs> yeah, I, I sang while I swang. That's how I got that that sort of distinctive given sound that, that you can tell just from, from like, that. That's we call it the Sumatra sound. And Marge, that was incredible. Thank you. I'm a little rusty, but I tried my best. You did good, Marge. Thanks, Lance. Unification complete. Well, we have managed to achieve a full unification, so congratulations to you both. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. And uh, I should say, you know, upon achieving unification, uh, you will be returned to Earth in about 20 seconds. So if you have anything to say to one another, I would do it now. I'm really happy with that. Yeah. And if you're ever in Ohio, maybe call me up. You know what? If I'm in Ohio... I will. Well, I hope one day that the two of you get to reunite and make more beautiful music. Uh, but for now, farewell. I thought that trombone given music was pretty good. I mean, I'm no connoisseur of music, but it's certainly not a rhythm you can dance to. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I sing. It's nice to meet you! Pops Washington. I'm not familiar with this musician. I'm not familiar with a lot of musicians, but I gotta look up his stuff, and he's gotta do some work with some gibbons, if this is any indication. I wore winter boots every day for two years. I hate climbing trees. I'm Deborah Goldstein, host of the podcast The Big Fib, and half of those statements were indeed fibs. On every episode of The Big Fib, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert and the other is a liar. And it's the job of our human child contestant to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. We've had episodes on everything from Minecraft to mythology and from Lego to libraries. Join me and my robot co-host, Lisa, on The Big Fib on Apple Podcasts or on gzmshows.com.